Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Tuneful Tuesday and you're tuned into Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki and in case you don't know anything about me, I am a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together we are stronger. We have a special treat today. I am joined in the studio live for the first time with some wonderfully talented women. See, Tuneful Tuesday, it's not Music Monday. We're excited, I'm so excited. My first guest is a classical composer, pianist, lyricist, and producer. We had her on this past April and just had to bring her back to talk about her latest release, Mythologies. Please welcome the beautifully talented and my dear friend, Donna Lasse. Donna, how are you? Hi, Nikki. Hi. I'm so pleased to speak with you again. I just adore you. Thank you for this show. (laughs) Oh, you're quite welcome, and thank you so much. So I'm really excited. And I know you have brought some very special guests with you today. And My best I friend. am excited. <laughs> yes. And they're also, I'm, you know, I was putting the, the promo together and I'm like looking at everybody's picture. I'm like, oh my God, everybody is so awesomely beautiful. So I'm, 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 I'm so excited. And they're all super uber talented. So we are going to introduce each of them, and then we're going to have a nice, fun group conversation. So all of these three additional women are very talented in their own right, and we're super excited to have them in our interview booth. So joining us are multi-award winning, classically trained, operatic vocalist, and future mixing guest, Sangeeta Kaur, and I'm sure I mispronounced that, but please forgive me. <laughs> Grammy Award-winning vocalist, songwriter, and actress, Keila Plitman, and violinist from Grammy Award-winning New Age world music group, Opium Moon, Lily Hayden. Ladies, welcome to Mixin' It. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're quite welcome. I, I'm like at... I am in such awe at the talent in the room, and, it, and I'm so excited to have you all on the show. And uh, if I did mispronounce names, please forgive me. So, Donna, let's talk about yeah. Mythologies. was just released earlier this month, August 6th, I believe. Tell yes. us about your journey and the inspiration for this work. Oh, Mythologies is very, very dear to my heart. This album has been five years in the making, and it's a, it's a journey that was interrupted by my most recent 
album uh, from last year, the one called Poem, which also featured Hila and Sangeeta, both beautiful vocalists on that project. And um, that came up as, as a more immediate project to finish because the music was already written. And when Hila called me and said, I want to record all your French art song, I said, well, then let's do it. Um, but that did divert my work. So what I did is I, I spent two years putting together Poem, which was a celebration of my French heritage. I was born in France to a French mother and a Greek father. So when I finally returned to mythologies last summer during the, the pandemic, I knew that I was going to absolutely devote myself to finishing the album that would honor my Greek half. My father is from the island of Ithaca in Greece, one of the beautiful Ionian Isles. And it's made famous primarily because it was uh, known, and it still is known, as the island of King Odysseus, who is the hero of Homer's Odyssey. And so it's got a very, very important role in uh, Western culture because this place is the, the heaven-like dream destination for a life journey. That is, you know, the representation of the Odyssey. And um, I think we as a culture, in, at least in the Western world, have an idealized vision of the trials of life and the purpose of life, the goal of returning to peace. That's kind of encompassed in the way that the Odyssey is, is told. So that album has been um, a long time coming, a very amazing, passionate project for which I was so <coughs> blessed to be able to return to my two best soprano friends, Hila Plitman and Sangeeta Kaur, to sing on this, um, in some cases, pieces that had been specifically written for them. And it's just such a joy to be able to bring on board then the other artists that are on this project. Um, I'm not the only pianist who plays. There were two other pianists who contributed their amazing talents, um, pianist Robert Thies and pianist Brendan White. And we have a beautiful featured um, flutist, Wucher Kellerman from South Africa. And then the string players, oh my God, we have on the call today with us, we have Lily Hayden, who's an amazing Hello. violinist. Yes, Lily. Um, and we're going to get to talk to you about your experience in a moment. Um, I want to mention the other two string players for this album were cellist Eru Matsumoto and my cousin, um, violist Virginie Davzac de Castera. That's a mouthful. <laughs> even if you're French. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we also had percussion. This was an exploration for me, a really wild sonic exploration on this album because in contrast to the intimacy and simplicity of the art song that I did on my last album, Poem, this album, Mythologies, is all about reaching far beyond your own personal experience. It's really about idealized experiences, um, the, the grandeur of mythology. And so we had percussion on this album to help tell the stories of the mythology, the, the source inspiration for this music. Um, most of it taken from the Odyssey, but not absolutely all of it. And these stories needed in some places thunder or rain. And these elements were recorded as percussion from two percussionists, Nadine Marjolani and Emilio Myler. Emilio was also my co-producer on this project and a huge, huge, amazing supporter and a, an amazing friend. So I want to recognize 
all these amazing men. And I know this is um, a radio show, Sisters in Music, that dedicated to women in the industry. And I have some of my best girlfriends here with me today. But I do want to acknowledge that 50% of the participants on this project were men who gave so much passion and all their talent. Um, and, and they were amazing to work with. I look forward to working with all of them again. Um, so, yeah, just in summary, what you need to know about mythologies is it's really a much greater creative vision than anything I've ever done. And it's because the source inspiration is all about this fantasy realm that causes people to question everything about our culture, the, the cultural concepts of heroism and divinity and faith and morality and these really big ideas. So for me, this was a, a much grander project with more collaborators than I've ever had on any album. And I think it's fantastic. And one of the things, so, you know, we obviously support our, our brothers in arms as well. And I've actually even had um, one or two of them on the show. And, and Emilio is one of my favorites as well. So Aww. I'm super, yes, yes. I, I, e and I, as I call him. We, 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 we chat back and forth every now and then. So very excited that he was able to participate. And, you know, it's interesting, and I actually, before I ask my next question, I'm curious, and, and you know, ladies, feel free to, to chime in. As you were talking, I have never created an album project that followed any type of theme. I'm very much a fly by the seat of your pants, like even like writer, composer. I just go with my gut and was like, you know what, I really like this and I'm just going to put it on the album. I don't even really think about, you know, how, how I'm going to order the songs. You know, a lot of times it's just, okay, yeah, this looks good. Um, very loosely structured, I would say. Is that something that most of you do? This is more of like a curious question for me than anything because you're not the first person that has said that to be like a full theme, a full um, everything was, was done for a specific reason. Do all of you create your albums that way? I, I guess uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start. Go ahead, sorry. Lily. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, well, no, I was actually thinking that uh, how beautifully uh, inspired this album that of, of Danae's is with mythologies uh, and, uh, and how inspiring it is to have a theme. And actually the Opium Moon album that, uh, that we are actually just putting out this Friday um, has Yay. a theme uh, that is, uh, that basically is called Night and Day. It's a double album. Um, but uh, uh, forgive me for jumping in with that. Uh, but uh, so, but yes, it's called Night and Day and it has all of the sort of sensual uh, lovemaking music uh on the night album and all of the up-tempo, danceable, get-it-done music on the day album. So we actually <laughs> did do that other time, but it's the first time that we've that I've done that. Um, and uh, but and it really is uh, it's an amazing uh, directive and creative imperative to have. That's awesome. Okay, so I, I'm not the only one that was just kind of winging it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, although so I, that's have, good. if and I might chime in, this is Hila speaking, if I can ch- just chime in to say this, this there is an exceptionally um, artistic quality in what she, in, in mythologies that uh, is rarely seen. Um, there are, you know, there are, there are bands that will create a kind of journey or a somatic idea to their, to their CDs. Um, but every piece that of, of information, not just of the music, of the audio and all that, um, but the visuals and the, the idea of what piece comes after what and all of this, um, when, as Danae was sending it to us, and I'm sure uh, my other incredible, incredible uh, artistic colleagues will um, attest to it, it was just kind of mind-blowing in, in the scope of the cohesive idea behind a work of art. Um, and then every, every track is some, some mon- monstrous seven-minute to 14-minute. It's, it's just unbelievable <laughs> what she's created here. Um, that, that's, that's all I really have to say anyway. Just, yeah. yeah very thank you. I would definitely agree. No, and I would definitely agree. And I know that, and Donnie, we actually talked about this in April. You know, COVID actually had an impact on the album. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It did. This was not meant to be recorded remotely, but we had no choice. And in the end, I have to say that, you know, there's so much acknowledgement for the incredible work that the musicians put in. Um, in many cases, you know, we were lucky enough to have musicians that had their own home recording studios. But in some cases, it was borrowing microphones from engineers. And, you know, the, the neighbor who happens to be an engineer comes over and sets up a whole recording booth in your closet and you make do. <laughs> you know, it just, <laughs> it works how it works. And, you know, in the end, in the mixing phase, I have to acknowledge my, my mix engineer, Gerhard Yust, who is a gem. He did poem with me as well. And just absolutely one of the most amazing, talented, under-recognized individuals um, who really needs to be seen for this incredible work to bring cohesion to all the disparate recording spaces. In some cases, there were home studios. In other cases, as I said, it was just done in a closet. And, um, you know, Gerhard spent a lot of time on the phone with the artist, even though Lily has this beautiful home recording studio, we had at least two Zoom meetings uh, be- between the co-producers, the engineer, and the artist trying to guide Lily to say, well, you know what, let's put that mic there and that mic there, and once that placement's in place, let's hear how it sounds. And Lily was such a gem because I think, Lily, you re-recorded three times, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Before it was all done. <laughs> Because they kept wanting to move microphones on her. You know, this was all done remotely. So it was, <laughs> let's try this and see how it sounds. Um, thank you so much for your patience, Lily Gila. I remember <laughs> you re-recording many, many times. Um, and Sangeeta turned into a recording engineer midway through this process, all of a sudden running vocal sessions for both she and Gila. Um, so, you know, we had everything from... Uh, studios canceling bookings to just knowing that we couldn't get together because it was too dangerous. Most of the recording was mm-hmm. done during the most dangerous phase of the pandemic here between December and January into February of this year. And 
there's no way I was going to expose my, my beloved recording engineer to this risk, given that he's in a high-risk population. And so we just made it work remotely. And, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for all the musicians. Sangeeta got an amazing, amazing microphone that we had to wait months for um, <laughs> because it was coming from Germany. And, it, you know, it was meant to have arrived in November, finally arrived in February. And, you know, worth the wait, but the fact is these were all complications from the pandemic. Yep, yep. Well, complications or not, you certainly have created a wonderful masterpiece. Wonderful. Thank you. So let's – you're welcome. Let's talk with um, the lovely – vocalists on the album. So Sangeeta, you have been singing Dunny's music for a couple of years now. Please talk yes. about how it's different. Yes. And I remember you from um, several of her, her other works as well. So please talk about how it's different to perform music that was composed just for you. Oh my goodness. First off, I just want to say that the whole phenomena of this situation working with Dane and Hila and Lily and all of these musicians has been absolutely a dream and truly in so many ways such a different experience um, than some of the past recordings I've done with other artists. I just feel that this core group um, is so special and I think a lot that brought us together is purely this the same intention and vision of musicality and artistry and um, friendship and a lot of love and really creating from that space. So I just feel like having this experience is already quite unique. Um, going out as a classical artist, you you know, there's a lot of different experiences you can have, but I feel so grateful to have been working with Dane and this music that she's been writing for the last couple of years um, for myself, for Hila, is extraordinary. She really understands um, the the artist and what each artist has to bring, what each artist's gifts are. And she writes listening and hearing and feeling each of her um, performers. So that alone is absolute gift as an artist, as a singer. A lot of vocal music can be challenging, and there's a lot of uh, music out there that we do, but Danae's music feels like... It's like a massage for the vocal cords and the body mm-hmm. and the mind. It is just, it sounds, and, and sometimes you look at the page, you're like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Who is this crazy woman <laughs> creating such crazy music? Is she human? <laughs> but when you actually, <laughs> when you get into it and you just work through the music and for me as a vocalist, begin to sing it, it really just feels so natural. It is exactly what the human voice wants to do. And the way she stretches us in these lines and phrases, um, it, it, it feels so natural. And when we can get there, we can, when we can arrive there, it's like an explosion in, in my being. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I want to say in our being. I, I would say Hila feels the same way, but I can definitely vouch for myself. It's really 
um, powerful and um, it does something so much more than it's not just a song, it's not just music, but it's really um, soulful. And, you know, she takes us into these stories and history and things that I'm, I learn more and more from her. And I always joke and I say, Danya, you're not from this world. You're not from this era. <laughs> you know, so she shares with us so much um, magic, so much magic from so many so many stories and histories and like it's 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 absolutely stunning and truly so divine and a blessing to be able to perform your music done so thank you oh my god thank you i love you so much (laughs) i love you i can i can feel the love between you ladies just even just (laughs) you know talking talking here so you know, definitely, there's definitely a strong sisterhood between the three of you, mm-hmm. and I think it's absolutely yeah. fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I wanted to ask you, Sanjita, is the third track on the Mythology album is called Penelope, and you're going to be featuring it in your upcoming PBS special, which yes, yes. I am so excited about and I'm sure <laughs> so you are I. as well too. Could, <laughs> yes, I can. Could you please tell uh, everyone about that? Yes, absolutely. So um, it's actually happening very soon in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be premiering on Front and Center PBS on September 19th. And um, so this piece itself is just gorgeous i mean it is another one of those pieces that you know i just feel like once you get it it is the most exciting thing um so for the pbs show we have you know we have an incredible crew of of artists directors producers um one of my dear friends amish his crew came in and created this incredible landscape and scenery um, visually all out of graphics and you know we had huge beautiful LED screens on the ground and the sides and so he was able to create you know he took us back to um, the the Greek the Greek uh, surroundings and temples and arches and these you, I mean it was just stunning and so you know we got to get into costume and and the wonderful um, choreographer Amy Ryerson she came and choreographed and staged the entire piece so it's kind of a mini scene the song itself is what almost uh, nine minutes done no this one is shorter think- this is on the uh, under eight minutes it was under oh, seven minutes something. Okay, you're right. So, you know, it was like this mini scene that we got to display in the show. Um, and I thought, it, for me, it was the most special piece just because it really brought my dear friends, but also allowed me to um, explore this music and vocally and kind of put that out in the show as well, even though it's a front and center tends to feature you know rock artists and rock bands and country and all of this so mm-hmm. it's definitely unique for front and center um but the production itself of just that piece alone is absolutely stunning so so beautiful oh that's going to be awesome going to be awesome so that yeah, actually is a great you. time we're you're welcome we're going to take a quick sponsor break this is my wonderful sister in crime, Chatting with Nat. Chatting with Nat, 
is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris. We are live with a nice, wonderful group of talented ladies. We have Dane Blase. We have Sangeeta. Sangeeta, please say your last name for me so I don't mess it up completely. <laughs> Sangeeta Carr. Car. Okay. So just like the car, <laughs> like you're driving a car. Okay. Now I'm going to remember Absolutely. that. Kila, <laughs> yes. Kila Plitman and Lily Hayden. We are so excited. So uh, I want to talk a little bit with, with Kila as well before we get to your song, the Poseidon and the Odysseus. So we will um, play that in just a minute. But Kila, you, I, I actually was quite uh, taken, taken, aback with all of the accomplishments that, that you have and, and how renowned you are. Not that I didn't know the name, but I actually, when I started researching, you know, information about you and some of the things that you've done, I was just in complete, complete, utter awe with everything that you, you have accomplished. You've, you've done a lot of work. You've done a lot of soloist work, especially with major orchestras in the USA and Europe. And I also know you're a mom, too. So we have that in common. I'm a mom, too. Um, and, you know, it's hard to balance all of that. So, you know, how do you do that? Because you do seem to have such a demanding career. How do you balance that with your motherhood? Well, firstly, thank you for, for the kind words. Um, I'd say that the motherhood is the biggest accomplishment. <laughs> Um, and, and one that is also the biggest gift of, of daily experience. Um, uh, but with your permission, I actually want to come back um, to, to this amazing CD we're talking about. And you uh, also second, yeah, and please second um, what Sangeeta was saying and what Danae had opened with, uh, which is that it has, there is, ha- there is this humbling quality to to my life um, for the past couple years of working with these two ladies in particular. Um, Lily, I'm a big fan and I cannot wait to actually work with you. I love everything you've done on the album um, and and other. And uh, and also Danae's ability to kind of magnetize into her circle so much talent um, and good humans with, that go along with that talent so that, so that the, the art that's made is made with such beautiful spirit. Um, it, it's been a bit, that's been a real, you know, you talk about the challenges uh, of, of kind of balancing it all, but frankly, and, and I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. The, the more I get to work with people that inspire me and that, lighten up my heart and art that transports me like hers does it's um that you know it doesn't matter how how tired you are by the end of the day you're just grateful uh so Mm -hmm. i i don't know if that answers some of your question but that's that's really how i feel about it um and then also no it it does it definitely no go go right ahead yeah and then I'd love to also talk to the quality of how Danae 
has found Sangeeta and I, who, by the way, for anyone listening that hasn't heard Sangeeta's voice, it is possibly the most beautiful voice that is uh, on this earth. Uh, that Honest, when every opinion. time Hila, every time Hila says that, I'm like, she's not so, her, she is incredible. <laughs> I think she and I just sit, Dene, Hila and I just sit here and love each other and compliment each other all day. <laughs> Lily, <laughs> Lily, we need to bring you in this circle ASAP. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually talking about you, not. So. It's of course it's in the girly love way, but I'm also talking from a very artistically integral, um, authentic place. I really mean it. There's something about her voice that um, that is literally healing. It the the way that it comes through her spirit and out of her, bo- her little tiny body uh, is really something exceptional and extraordinary. And, um, and Dana'e has found a way of combining our voices uh, that whenever we get to be in the same room and sing together, whether it's performance or recording, it's, it, again, it, does nothing but energize me um it could be working for hours and it makes us giggle we just giggle and giggle because it feels so good (laughs) yeah i've seen a couple couple, uh i know i've seen a couple photos of you guys and you're you're like all like very you know having a good old time so that's fantastic we have a really great Um, time together yes and if i can just add one last thing about about the CD, um, which because Danae had had spoken about the uh, comparison between the poem uh, CD that Sangeeta and I had done before, and if there's when when you hear some of these tracks, you know, Sangeeta was talking about the landscape created for her PBS show for this piece. Danae creates seascapes and landscapes with her music that completely take you to another space and time. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah, and there's just something that is otherworldly, out-of-body kind of an experience in, in listening to, to the music that she's created for this CD. Wow. Hila, thank you. Oh, my God. I love this. I love all. I love all the love. I love. I, I, I absolutely adore it. So this actually is a wonderful, wonderful time for us to play the second track from the album. Uh, before we do that, Dunne, thirty seconds to please tell everyone the story around Poseidon and Odysseus. Odysseus. So Odysseus is the, the hero of, of Homer's Odyssey, and after fighting the Trojan Wars for 10 years, he turns to, to go homeward with his men and his ships. And through a series of misadventures, he angers the god Poseidon, who's the god of the sea. And Poseidon decides, well, you're just going to drown then. <laughs> so Poseidon just um, sends a storm and, you know, with the flick of a little finger, drowns all of um, uh, poor Odysseus's ships and all of his men and so in this piece you'll hear this, this deep godly presence in the beautiful contrabass flute of Wouter Kellerman um, you'll hear that godly voice deep in the ocean it's very commanding it's very easy, easy. Um, he just decides he's going to just drown a whole fleet of ships 
and um, we see a, a brief representation of um, Odysseus as the hero, and then we hear these amazing moments where you'll hear the sopranos really exposed, um, who are representing the, the calls of the sailors drowning under the sea after the, after the storm has, has capsized their ships. And finally, um, Odysseus was saved by the mercy of goddess, uh, the goddess Athena, and that's represented with the arrival of the soprano flute, again, the same flute as Richard Kellerman plays beautifully. And then there's a sense of salvation at the end because, you know, our hero survives to continue his journey homeward. All right, we are going to play this. This is Poseidon and Odysseus, performed by Hila Clitman and Sangeeta Carr. Walter Kellerman on the flute, Donne Lasse, composer and pianist.
Wow. I don't know what else to say, but wow. I mean, <laughs> it's, that was just absolutely breathtaking, and, you know, in so, so many different ways. Yes. It's very, that's a perfect word. Exquisite. Excellent. I, I can don't, feel I'm, the ocean crashing. Yes, <laughs> you can. You definitely can. Yeah. Wow. Well, all of this is very well done. Right. It's just one more opportunity for me to say how blessed I am to have such amazing musicians represent my ideas because all of this would remain notes on paper without the incredible generosity of these musicians. So thank you all. No, thank you so much. We love you. <laughs> we love Aww. you so much, Sane. I love you, Sheila. <laughs> yeah. And I love you all. I Will we get to hear Lily today? <laughs> yes, we're we're gonna. I, I actually was just gonna say, let's learn a little bit about our fourth guest, Lily, who Lily Hayden, who has been so patiently waiting for me to to get to her turn. So Lily is a violinist. Um, you won a Grammy with your New Age World Music Group, Opium Moon. Heard earlier that you have a new album out or double album coming out. So so excited about that. But, Thank you. you know, you're playing classical music, right? So it must be something a little bit different for you. Um, like other musicians on the album, you have a remarkable stylistic variety, which really brings diversity to your sound. You know, do you well, do you. any type of, like, you're welcome. Do you do any type of, like, conscious shift, you know, shifting in and out of different creative spaces when you move between different genres? Because obviously this is very different from the things that you're composing with opium mode. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, let me just say another few words about what we just heard. That was so exquisite, and you could feel the, the heart and the uh, and truly the the story of the mythology. I mean, even though it's been probably 30 years since I read Odysseus, uh, I could absolutely feel the waves crashing and the rocks and the uh, and the heavenly bodies speaking, and uh, and the triumph at the end for having you know prevailed uh, is so beautiful, Danae, and 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 so inspiring to feel mm. your uh, your sensitive heart pulling the. It's really it, it's a reminder of the of the um, sacredness of the creative process. Truly, to hear you. Mm. Uh, to, to, to watch your process and be included in it. So thank you so much for sharing it and for uh, for pulling me in. I uh, I I could I knew your work from uh, from your last albums uh, and was a, a big fan and was so flattered when you asked me to to be a part of it. Um, you're right, uh, Nikki, that I uh, don't usually perform classical music for people, but honestly. Uh, 
I think when you're, uh, but Danae had a, a, I think Danae's music actually, as much as it does reside in, in the classical space, really is really about the human heart and the human experience, which is so perfectly represented with, I mean, which is really what mythology is about, is to help us navigate our humanity. Um, and so she pulled me in because I play with intensity and, uh, and a lot of heart, and I try to. Uh, and so, uh, so when she asked me to be a part of it, I was just totally delighted. And I did have to make a little bit of a shift because uh, normally I'm I'm the composer and the uh, and and a lot of what I do is improvising. So uh, simply, you know, but I've I've worked with a lot of similar people. I think Hila, we actually our paths have sort of crossed uh, through the Hans Zimmer world, um, okay. where I used to be. Uh, play and sing as well, uh, uh, and mm-hmm. so and I, your your name is is really its own mythology, um, truly, uh, and so revered, and uh, so I I have I was trained classically, and uh, my first great love was chamber music. So when she asked me to play in this piano trio, play her piano trio, um, uh, with the wonderful Robert Thies and Ari Matsumoto, uh, they're such phenomenal musicians it was uh it was just uh it was it's really speak it speaks to my first great love which is classical music uh but it, it is a little bit of a shift you know that's actually it's quite interesting because and i think i mentioned this to donna when we were chatting um before i actually was classically trained as well it's, it's very i'm not going to say funny but it is interesting how so many of us started in in classical music. I obviously went in a completely different direction, um, but it is interesting that that tends to be like the foundational base of, of many of us um, doing other types of genres of music. So it has such a, a stronghold um, for all of us. Absolutely. Well, it's also, it's, I think it's part of our DNA, even if we don't know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. all of our, you know, cycles of fifths and everywhere we've been has, <laughs> is, you know, in some way uh, foreshadowed in, in all of the composers that we love. And, uh, and, and actually, especially for the violin, the, to get uh, the kind of tone that is, you know, that has the range of emotion, you really do need to actually have classical training. I don't, I don't think the, yeah. uh, it's possible to, to express the full range without, without that. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about the song that, or the track that really is featured on Donna. I want to make sure that we do have time to play it in its entirety. Yeah. So could you give us an overview of Nepenthe? I will. Yes, I'll be brief on this one. Nepenthe is actually really simple conceptually. It's mentioned in the fourth book of Homer's Odyssey. He describes a potion of the gods that allowed mortals to forget their troubles. And historians believe this would have been some form of liquid opium. And so as you listen to this piece, you'll hear the journey from the somber, dismal depths of despair at the beginning, uh, gradually carried out of the cello and, and to the piano where there's this kind of magical music box and the loneliness of night feeling. 
And then the violin comes in and Lily's playing is intentionally a bit raw at the beginning. Everything is emotionally in, in a very intense, in a negative way. Um, and gradually the piece blossoms into this euphoric triumph of, of hope and faith. Perfect. So this is, okay, you said it different than I did. <laughs> I think you added an E on the end of it. And my, yeah. my Greek is horrible. Um, Nepenthe, is that how we say it? That's it. All right, perfect. This is Lily Hayden on violin, Aru Matsumoto on cello, Robert Fees on piano, and this is composed by Dane.
Bye-bye. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So, Lily, good job. <laughs> Lily, you're amazing. It's so beautiful. That what a piece. How how profound and intense. Brought me back. Mm-hmm. And uh what's I've never played chamber music in uh you know, remotely. <laughs> the fact that this came together <laughs> so beautifully, uh playing that uh, recording it in separate studios is remarkable as well. Well, you've recorded three times, so you put in your work. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Really amazing. Yeah. And and virtual applause to the to the other artists who, who weren't oh, on this call. Oh, absolutely. Robert Tisus. Yeah. So, yeah. so beautiful. Everyone. Yeah. 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 Nikki, thank you so much for featuring all this. Thank you. Thank you. Where can we find... Did we oh, lose Nikki? I forgot to take myself off mute. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like sitting here talking and nobody was answering me, but you know, that's what happens when it's live. So it is what it is. So I was going to say before we run out of time, can you tell us where we can get the album? It is uh, currently streaming on all major digital platforms and there will be physicals for sale on Amazon in probably about four to six weeks. Awesomeness, and the cover is absolutely oh, stunning. Yeah, the artwork it is stunning. Yeah. It is, Greg Spalenka. Yeah. yeah, what an artist. Yes, absolutely all the artwork. And that's, that's probably the reason to get physical copies because the booklet is full of art um, laid out by the digital designer Jeff Byrne. But the 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 artist Greg Spalenka is absolutely stunning. Everything he does is magical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. It's beautiful, and the album itself, the creative process, everything about it is just totally magnificent. And I'm so excited that all of you were able to join today. Um, very appreciative of the time that that you were able to give, so that we could interview you all on the show um, and help, you know, promote this wonderful creative masterpiece, if you will, as I am going to call it. Um, with you. that, Absolutely. thank you. Thank you. Thank to you. All it is you all. Thank, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Hilla, Lily. Thank you. Thank been, you, Nikki. You're quite welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> it's really been a pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for Mixing It on this special live edition. Bye, And on um, Bye, and on behalf of everyone at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.